Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Imagine for a moment a monster. What does your monster look like and act like? Is your monster fierce or funny, scary or sweet? Today, we'll hear the story of a monster named Babayan and how he changed in ways he never thought possible. I'm Rebecca Shear, and this is Circle Round Spotlight, an original story dreamed up by a real-life modern-day author. The story is called Babayan and the Magic Star. It's written by Kiku Adato who told this story to her own children when they were growing up. The tale is narrated by the one and only Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Ma is a world-class cellist who also works to make the world a better place. And now, Baba Yan and the Magic Star. There once was a monster named Babayan. He was big and fierce, with a mane like a mighty lion, and the body of a giant bear. When he stood on his hind legs, he was extra tall, and he had an enormous appetite. Day and night, Babayan would eat everything in sight. Sheep for breakfast, cows for lunch, and even the roof off your house for dinner. One thing he never ate? People. It just wasn't his thing. And it wasn't just Baba Yan's appetite that was mighty. His roar was even mightier. Baba Yan's roar would make everyone run for their lives. So you can probably guess, Baba Yan didn't have any friends. He kept to himself, and as the years passed, he became grumpier and grumpier. He spent most of his days sitting in front of his big, dark cave, growling. Could those birds outside my cave be tweeting any louder? And those cows, they've been mooing nonstop all day. Mm. Speaking of birds and cows, I'm hungry. While Babayan was trying to decide which to eat first, the birds or the cows, there was a sudden burst of light, and the next thing he knew, his feet lifted off the ground, and he was tossed high into the sky. Babayan shot through a cloud and began to tumble farther and farther into space. He might have tumbled forever, but he reached for the edge of a star and held on with all his strength. What just happened? Where am I? Everything around him was cold and dark. The air was still. The earth looked far away. For the first time in his life, Baba Yan was scared. So he roared his mighty roar. Roar! But nothing happened. Hours passed, or it could have been days, and still Babayan dangled from a star all alone. 
Then from the darkness came a shower of light, and the queen of the stars appeared in a brilliant blue robe and a crown of sparkling stars. Babayan! Babayan! Hello. How do you know my name? I've been watching you for some time now. Your mighty roar makes the ground shake and terrifies everyone. All you ever think about is what's next for dinner. Babayan hung his head. But I can see that you're more than a monster. I see the good in you, and I believe you can change. But how? I don't know how to be different. Babayan felt his paws slipping. His heart began to race. Maybe it wouldn't hurt to try. Uh, okay. I'll try. Good. I'll help you return to Earth. But you will not be the same. You'll learn to be strong in new ways. And if you ever need my help, I will come. And with those words, the Queen of the Stars disappeared, and Babayan began to tumble back to Earth. As he glided down, Babayan's worried face grew calm. His rough fur fell away, and he grew a new and lighter coat. Babayan fell past the equator and landed in a soft pile of palm leaves right in the middle of a tropical kingdom. When Babayan opened his eyes, he didn't know where he was. The sun was warm on his fur, and he looked around. The trees, flowers, and even the butterflies looked larger than any he'd ever seen before. Wait, have I gotten smaller, or is everything just bigger around here? Then something caught Babayan's eye. He looked toward the sea and saw fire rolling over the waves. He heard loud, ferocious roars. Sea dragons came charging toward the beach, breathing smoke and fire. Birds and beasts ran past Babayan, shouting, hurry, hurry to the hiding cave. But Babayan did not want to hide. He ran to the water's edge and he roared. And the roar made the earth shake. Suddenly, the sea dragon's scaly bodies trembled. They spun around, flipped their tails, and swam away. Babayan didn't know it, but the group of animals that had whizzed by him earlier were watching him now. They were glad the sea dragons were gone, but they didn't know what to make of this new creature. Would he roar at them too? Or... Would he be a friend? They decided that someone needed to go and investigate. But will anyone volunteer? Or will they be too afraid? We'll find out in a minute. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
and listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Yo-Yo Ma. When we left off... A monster named Babayan found himself on a mysterious island and had just scared away some sea dragons with his mighty roar. The other animals on the island didn't know whether Babayan would be friendly or mean. They decided they needed a volunteer to check out the new visitor. Kukatu, a brave little parrot, raised a wing. Me, me, me. I can go. Kukatu flew to the highest part of a mango tree and watched Baba Yan as he was happily snacking on bananas and coconuts. Wow, is he big! He's as tall as a young palm tree. He seems to like fruit, but what if he also likes to eat parrots? Hmm, he does have kind eyes. Before she could lose her courage, Kukatu flew down and hovered right in front of Baba Yan's face. Hey, are you going to eat me? Nope, I'd rather eat fruit. Phew, that's a relief. Kukatu called the other animals, who were poking their heads out of the cave. Come on out, he's friendly. The animals made a circle around Baba Yan, and their wise leader stepped forward. I am Grandfather Monkey. Welcome to the Shemabema Islands. The Shema what? The Shemabema Islands. We are among the lost islands of the earth. Life is peaceful here, but we do have trouble with invaders from time to time. Those sea dragons were a regular problem until you came along. Baba Yan wasn't used to getting compliments. The little bird had called him friendly. Now Grandfather Monkey was thanking him for chasing the sea dragons away. May I ask your name and where you are from? I am Babian, and I just fell from a star. Well then, Babian, welcome to the Shemabema Islands. Babian repeated the name to himself, the Shemabema Islands. He liked the sound of it. He looked at the animals gathered around him. They all looked so happy, and Baba Yan felt happy too. He no longer remembered his old home, or that he used to be a fierce monster. Grandfather Monkey walked off by himself. He opened a special book that recorded how each creature came to the Shema Bema Islands. He came to the page with the title, Fell from a Star, and wrote... Babayan. Now, how do you spell that? B-A-B-A-Y-A-N.
The next day, Kukatu, the spunky little parrot, took Babayan on a grand tour of the Shema Bema Islands. They passed the islands of the flying turtles and the golden kangaroos. Then they came to Big Cat Island. Lions, tigers, leopards, and pumas were lying on the ground and in the trees. Sometimes their wide mouths opened as they snored and their sharp teeth glistened. Kukatu darted from one big cat to another, looking at each sleeping face. Aren't you afraid of being eaten? Eaten? Nah. We have a no-eating rule here. We gave up on the idea of predator and prey a long time ago. Kukatu walked up to a blue puma and pecked him gently on his cheek. He looked back at Babayan. This is my friend Pa. Kukatu, you're always waking me up. Maybe because you're always sleeping. I want you to meet my new friend Babayan. He fell from a star and landed on Shimabema yesterday. Pa woke up and stretched his back. Hi there, Babayan, is it? Welcome. Thanks. Are you ready for an adventure? Sure. I kind of wish it was a napping adventure. Oh, come on, Pa. Let's show Babayan around. Kukatu hopped on Babayan's shoulder. As they splashed through the warm waters of the Shema Bema Sea, Kukatu's wings began to quiver. The winds are shifting. Remember Grandfather Monkey's warning. This is when the creatures from the wild islands stir. Babayan wanted to ask about the wild islands, but the shifting winds made his stomach churn and his shoulders tremble. He couldn't explain the feeling, but he wanted to run and roar. But then Kukatu made him laugh by hanging upside down in the air, and Babayan felt calm again. After their grand tour of Shema Bema, Kukatu and Pa made a delicious tropical stew for Babayan with coconut pie for dessert. Babayan loved it. His stomach didn't miss the sheep or the roofs of the houses that he used to gobble up. Later, Kukatu and Pa helped Babayan build a hut out of leaves and vines. Every day was a new adventure. Kukatu and Pa showed Babayan where to find the best shells and buried treasure. But some nights, when the winds from the wild islands rustled through the palms, Babayan had strange dreams about playing hide-and-seek with monsters. One night, after waking up from another bad dream, Babayan decided to confide in Grandfather Monkey. He found him on the beach looking at the stars. Hi, Babayan. Have a seat. Thanks, Grandfather Monkey. You have a worried look on your face. Tell me, what's wrong? When I listen to the winds from the wild islands, it makes me feel troubled inside. What are the wild islands like? And why do they give me bad dreams? That is something you will have to discover for yourself. 
Now you are ready to make the journey. We will help you build a boat. It has been many years since someone from our kingdom has sailed so far away. The next morning, Babayan told his friends about his plan to go to the Wild Islands. Is this something you have to do, Babayan? Yes. I can't explain it, but I really have to go. Well, then we'll just have to go with you. We will? You don't have to. It might be scary. It might be dangerous. With your mighty roar, I'm not worried. Hey, war or no war, we're not letting you go alone. When Baba Yan's sailboat was completed and the full moon was high in the sky, all the animals of Shema Bema gathered on the beach to watch Baba Yan and his friends set off on their journey. As Baba Yan's boat passed through the island kingdom, the big cats roared and the tall palms bowed. For weeks, the winds carried Baba Yan's boat over the sea. Baba Yan and his friends played games on the deck and sipped water out of coconuts. But one day, the air became still. The sea grew wide and empty and they began to drift. The tides moved in one direction and then another, but they never moved the boat closer to the wild islands. Pa's head drooped, and so did his magnificent tail. There are no clouds to shield us from the sun. And at night the clouds are so thick, we can't read the stars. Kukatu's throat was so dry, she couldn't even chirp. Let's turn back. But the wind would not let them turn back. It pounded against the sails and drove the boat towards the dark horizon. Babayan pulled his friends close to him. He knew that even though he was a mighty beast, his roar was not stronger than the wind and his arms were not stronger than the waves. Then he remembered the words of the Queen of the Stars. If you ever need my help, I will come. Queen of the Stars, help us. The waves are sinking our boat. A flash of light appeared over the boat, and Baba Yan heard a kind, familiar voice. Baba Yan, I'm here. The Queen of the Stars formed a circle of light around Baba Yan's boat, and it sailed calmly through the storm to the last island in the Shema Bema kingdom. Just beyond were the wild islands. The Queen of the Stars lulled Babayan and his friends into a deep, enchanted sleep. The next morning, Babayan, Kukatu, and Pa woke up in a quiet cove. Hey, let's find a way to look at the wild islands. Why don't you both stay and protect the boat? I will go up that mountain alone. From the top, I should be able to see everything. Okay, we'll wait for you. I'll be the lookout. The climb was long, but Babayan kept going. He knew he would find what he was looking for if he could just see the wild islands. 
as Baba Yan approached the top of the mountain, he heard a familiar chirp behind him. Cuckatoo, paw, what are you doing here? We followed you. We just had to. Then the ground began to shake, and a burst of red and yellow flames shot up over the sea. That's the call of the volcanoes. It wakes up the creatures from the wild islands. The ground shook again. Kukatu hid behind Babayan, and Paul crouched low to the ground. Don't let those creatures see you. I'm not afraid. With his friends following behind him, Babayan reached the top of the mountain. From there, he could see the wild islands. Giant sea serpents guarded the waters. Dragons curled their tails around the emerald hills. Great predator birds circled over the sea. Babayan looked out at the wild islands, and all of a sudden, he began to remember his past life. He saw a dark cave. He felt a cold wind. He heard a mighty roar, and he remembered his old hunger for sheep. I was a wild monster once, like those wild monsters on the other side of the sea. Babayan trembled. He put his head in his paws. What's wrong, Babayan? It's all coming back to me. I used to eat birds like you. All the time, I used my roar to scare all kinds of innocent creatures. But, Babayan, you're a kind beast now, not a monster. We couldn't ask for a better friend. Babayan's heart lifted. He realized how much he had changed. The winds from the wild islands would never trouble him again. With Kukatu and Paul by his side, he calmly walked back to the boat, and the three friends set sail. As night fell, the boat rested in the water. A few stars sparkled between the clouds. Then the clouds began to part. Babayan, Kukatu, and Paul looked up. The queen of the stars appeared, her kind eyes sparkling. She walked down toward the boat, on a shimmering staircase. Baba Yan. Here I am. You are no longer the monster I once knew. I've learned that being big and strong is not enough. Friendship is a much stronger power. Thank you for seeing the goodness in me that no one else could see. As the Queen of the Stars turned toward Kukatu and Paul, Tiny stars from her crown danced down Pa's back and glided over Kukatu's wings. Then she placed her hand on Babayan's shoulder. Now the light of your star is inside you. Your eyes cannot see it, but it will guide you wherever you journey. Babayan felt a peacefulness in his mighty body that he had never felt before. He wanted to speak, but no words came. The queen of the stars smiled, and with a graceful bow of her head, she disappeared. The sun rose above the sea. The wind filled the sails. Kukatu and Pa took their posts. Babayan lifted his arm in the air and did what he had always done when he was filled with feeling. 
He roared! Except this time, it was a great, joyful roar that rolled and danced over the waves. Baba Yan and his friends followed the joyful roar all the way home. Babayan and the Magic Star was adapted by Kiku Adato, Virginia Marshall, and Circle Round's founder, Jessica Alpert. This special episode of Circle Round Spotlight was produced by Catherine Brewer. Original music and sound design was by Matt Reed. Big thanks to the Circle Round Spotlight cast. Nick Walker, Maurice Emanuel Parent, Melinda Lopez, Michael Sandel, Lilia Dato Ishida, and Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo is currently touring The Bach Project. He's performing Johann Sebastian Bach's Six Suites for Solo Cello in one sitting in four dozen locations around the world. The instrument you heard in this episode of Circle Round Spotlight was the modular synthesizer. You can read more about it and see a picture on the Circle Round website. That's wbur.org slash circle round. I'm Rebecca Shear. We'll be back with a brand new Circle Round story soon. Circle Round.